1: A cyclops now, Joe Joyce. Howard Foster and the doctor decided you can't fight one-eyed yeah, in the Yeah,
2: it's an eye for an eye again, now I've got my eye done. Had the eye not closed up, I think Joe would have gone on to win that fight. But he lost. Joyce,
3: he is in trouble here. Joyce, again in trouble here. He can't see those shots coming. That eye, Andy,
2: completely closed. That left hand, I couldn't get away from it. Is strong and powerful and experienced. It's Daniel power!
3: The reaction of the Chinese fighter showed you that he knew he had got Joyce in trouble, and he absolutely has here. Goal, oh, oh, big, shot. Shot, big shot from Zhang. Joe Joyce in trouble. waves the fight
2: over, and the Zhang camp go absolutely wild.
1: Is there a rematch with Joe Joyce or not?
2: I do whatever he wants to do.
1: So if he wanted another fight, you'd have a rematch.
2: Yeah, no
3: problem.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Fight Night Daily podcast from TalkSport. I'm Adam Catterall, Spencer Oliver and Gareth A. Davies alongside me. As always, we are at the weigh-in for Xili Zhang and Joe Joyce. The big boys, and that is an understatement, have just weighed in. Yes. In our build-up to this gentleman over the last couple of weeks, we've been saying, listen, maybe Joe Joyce was a tiny little bit too light last time out. He's not attaining a tiny little bit too light this time. 20 stone he's just coming up, mate.
3: Listen, Joe Joyce's career best performance was the fight before his last one against Yele Zhang, and that was Joseph Parker, where he weighed 19 stone free. If he's not broke, don't fix it. For some reason, they decided to come in lighter against Yele Zhang, who weighed 19 stone 8 last time, and he came in at 18 stone 2. The punch resistance was gone. Um, He looked more fatigued than he normally does. He looked looked slower than he normally does. Everything about it was was not right. He got the weight totally wrong. So he thinks, right, this time, I think he recognised that, this time, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to come in heavier. I thought he was going to come in around 19 1, 19 2, where where his optimum weight is. Where he's at his best. 20 stone one pounds. That is huge. Zele Zan coming at 20 stone five pounds as well. Like he was he was another, what was that, nearly a stone, a stone heavier. heavier as well. Yeah, nearly yeah. a stone yeah. heavier as well. 10 pounds, yeah. 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 So I mean, but
2: yeah. <sighs> That is huge, Basketball 20 stone. Well, I are going to say, what's your initial thought?
1: Um, well, Joe Joyce, we knew would come in heavier this time. Yeah. I don't think they've worried at all about his weight. He looks really good. Spencer spotted rightly had a little bit of a pot belly on him. Yep. there at the weigh-in, but he's going to be the heavyweights anyway. We know he's got a great engine. It's all about, for me, this fight, the first six or seven rounds. Jili Zhang's coming in for a quick stoppage. Again, yeah. he's going to find those angles and let that detonate that left-hand... Bang jang bomb. And that's what he's looking at. And just say, so, and <laughs> just to so, say, make it brief. <laughs> um, but Joe Joyce will start faster this time. He may struggle with that weight down the stretch. If there's a, this is a, a war but I would still think Joe Joyce has got it in him to stop Zhang late in this fight because well, Zhang will wear out in my view
3: well we know that Zhang will struggle down the stretch because we've seen that in the past against Filip yeah. Hergovic I think the slanks, will we uh, get there though yeah but will we get there that's the million dollar question now listen when you talk about the last fight and the way that fight went, Joe Joyce, although he come in light, he still sat in the pocket and he tried to take push forward and he tried to have a fight and tried to outmuscle Zhang, who was the much bigger guy. Now, and you go, right, so going into the immediate rematch, you go, right, now so Joe Joyce needs to adapt. He's the one that needs to change things. He's the one that needs that adaptability. Well, guess what? He can't, because Joe Joyce does what his name says. He's a juggernaut. He steamrolls forward. So the best thing that he could do was put on that weight to give himself half a chance. Gareth's right in what he says. I think that, you know, the first six rounds are going to tell you exactly where this fight is going to go. Because for me, Joyce, if he's in the fight still after six rounds, he's got a great chance of pushing on and winning because he's got a sensational engine. That is a fact. Forget the fact that he's, you know, 20 stone, one pound. The the guy has got a sensational engine. Jelly Zhang, is quick, very quick with his hands, but slow with his feet. Joyce needs to stay half a step back. When Zhang goes, he needs to force, he needs to draw the lead, and then he needs to come back with quick shots of his own. Well, I say quick, but he's not particularly quick, anyway, is he? But what I'm saying is, he needs to get the timing perfectly right. He was That's too it. close last time; he, he no was in timing. the pocket. He had
1: no, no time. No, but every time thing.
3: Zhang threw a shot out of that Southport stance, he was leading off with left yeah. hands, cracking with left hooks, but he was getting away with the shots because Joyce was standing in range he was in he was in the firing line he needs to be just half a step out you always
1: say it footwork Absolutely. and Joe Joyce might not have a lot of head movement but if he's worked on his footwork with Ismail Salas this time yeah. he can avoid those left hands Yeah, he does have to,
2: to he does he's have to move his head though doesn't he because let's be straight boys. but if he moves his feet he can get out of well, I'm
3: range gonna be oni- I'm going to be honest he ain't going to move his head Th- that is a fact he yeah. doesn't do that Joe Joyce does not do that yeah, You know, and that is a,
1: hu- and but no, it a huge but he can change the problem. angle by moving his feet you
3: always yeah. educate
1: me on Absolutely. this you've shown it to me late at night sometimes when we've been <laughs> out for a few sherbets no but it's key <laughs> it's Poland. So, Poland. Poland. <laughs> it's so key. And the key is, can Joe Joyce take this fight late? Do you know yeah. what also, Ed, I think? In this fight, it may well be very close after six or seven rounds. And it, down the stretch, it's going to be who wants it the most. And there is so much on the line. 38 oh, yes. Joe Joyce
2: and nearly 40 Zhang. Slippery slope for the loser. Well, well, last time he was well beaten. Yes, there was yeah. a stoppage with the eye. But he lost all the rounds. He lost everything. And he lost everything. And he never made a dent. Obviously, the extra yeah. weight is hopefully going to give him a little bit of extra pop to be able to make a dent. Yeah. In Zhili in Yeah. You've just been speaking about the tactics, but talk about the ramifications. You kind of just alluded to it there. It feels like it's a must win for both men, because if you don't win this fight, your chances of becoming a world champion are absolutely gone they're probably 2 years away
1: and you're in your 40s that's the problem so there's so much jeopardy here there's so much on the line for both men that and it's the wbo interim title you're in line to fight face one. alexander yeah. Yeah, number, number 1 interim title You'll be mandatory to face uh, Alexander Usyk. There's so much. There's all these fights happening in Saudi. There's talk of Fury and Usyk in Saudi. Joe Joyce has spoken to me this week. He'd love to fight in Saudi. Zhang's mentioned that as well. Yeah. There's so many big fights out there. And the winner, if you think they beat based on this performance, if you think they beat Joshua, they probably belong at number four or five in the world. Yeah, I agree yeah. With that.
3: Listen, I I think that. Where they're at here, the winner, is, he puts himself right back in the mix, all, all because of the WBO interim title fight, and, and that puts him in the mix with all the other the, the top four fighters. The heavyweight landscape at the moment is very tied up at that top, so for the loser there is nowhere to go at that, this age I'm going to say that you know yeah, I, I know a lot of people do go on about well you can't say one loss and their career's over guess what it is at this level and so if they're not willing to uh, operate at a lower level which I'm sure they're not at the, the stage of the careers they're in mm. then it is pretty much all over based so, on what they're earning as well absolutely yes, of course, you know, of
2: it's, a, it's a must win fight for both guys yeah. has the weight that you've just sent has it changed your opinion on how you think this is going to play out tomorrow? I think that I'm glad that Joe
3: Joyce came in heavier. I'd like to have seen him come in about 19, 19, four, not to 19 and a half stone. 20 stone, 1 pound, still a little bit too heavy for me. But then Zele Zhang coming heavier yeah. as well. So it sort of balances it out. Do you know what it is with Joe Joyce, right? Because Joe Joyce is one of the loveliest fellas you'll ever meet, right? And he's so pure and so innocent. So, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, a lot of the time when we speak about Joe Joyce and we go, how this fight's going to go, we speak with our hearts and not our heads, right? So our hearts are going, yeah, I think Joe can do this. The reality is if you wasn't emotionally attached to Joe Joyce the way that you are, you'd look at it and go... I think he's got a hard night there. Yeah. It's going to be a very difficult, difficult night. For him to win that fight It's going to be very, very difficult. My heart's with him all the way, and I want him to do it. Can he do it? I think he's a tough night.
4: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com Acast.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: I think that he does get it done. And I think Zhang coming in heavier may play into Joe Joyce's hands in the late rounds. Yes. And I think Joe Joyce will tire him out down the stretch. He's got to get through those first five or six. Great point. If he doesn't, if Zhang has his number... And that timing's not there, and he's popping him again. It's the same old result. If you can get late down the stretch, the weight on Zhang will tell in this fight. Joe Joyce,
2: 10th round stoppage. Oh, he's gone for it. he's gone for the round. Wow. Uh, absolutely. Uh, listen, after that, there's obviously another big talking point in boxing throughout the whole course of the week. I know that you two gentlemen have already touched upon this with various shows on TalkSport, and I know that I've done a little bit earlier on today, and it's, of course, the return of Conor Ben. We know that near enough, well, it is a year to the day when he returns on the 23rd of September when he received notification of the second failed drug test. So exactly mm-hmm. one year since uh, the notification of that failed, the second failed Vada test. What have you made of everything this week of him being on this card in Florida and backfighting, fighting, even though there's still a cloud? There was, this was on the rumour mill for the last couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: And sadly, it was confirmed this week. They're out in Florida. FAC have given him a license, the Florida Athletic Commission. Texas are given him the license, and Florida have... Sorry, Texas have given him the license, and Florida have, so, have yeah, yeah. licensed license and commissioned him yeah, to yeah. fight. Um, it's, it's, it is it's ethically and morally wrong, because they've only, um, he's, he's not suspended or banned, so they can do it on a technical. Yeah, legally they're doing nothing wrong. No, but they haven't addressed the clomiphene in his system in a hearing. They've addressed jurisdiction based on who who had the viability to test him based under UCAD license and UCAD and Boxing Border Control rules. So they have circumvented the system. We don't have a world governing body that's going, no, you're not doing that. We don't have unity and and a a kind of bilateral or universal agreement in all the commissions in the world, which is a mistake as well. The system's broken. The system is broken. Just one thing. Um, I don't want the young guy not to fight, but we needed the strict liability process as well. Due process is there for a reason. And it hasn't been followed. He,
3: he shouldn't be fighting. That's where we're at with it. And, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going strong with it. The, the jurisdiction obviously lifted the ban, lifted the suspension, but he hasn't cleared his name, right? We're in a sport where people get hurt, people even die in this sport, right? And it's a it's dark an cloud over the sport, right? And so what I'm saying is with this guy going out there and he's boxing now in Orlando and he's boxing some little Mexican guy that doesn't look particularly good, and it could be a one sided fight and I think the fight will probably end early God forbid what would happen if that kid got injured in the ring from doing this with this dark cloud that's hanging over him it's not good for the sport it's not good for the sport right because it's because the lawyers have got him into this position and got him out of this through the loopholes in the system right it's fouled it's a flawed system they've got him out of there but as it stands Innocent until proven guilty, guilty until proven innocent. He's not proved his innocence. There's still two foul tests there that he's unanswered, he's not answered. So he should not be fighting anywhere in the world. So to put it politely, I think he's wrong. And I think
1: it's a warm up for a fight with Chris Juventus. Of course, Jr. we you know, know what this is course. Going The lie, beat. You mentioned it to me earlier either be in the UK under a Luxembourg or whoever jurisdiction, or it'll take place in the Middle East. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, we we can't condone it. We we, we, we can't condone it, but we can't do anything about it. Listen
2: listen, The, the, the truth of this matter is, we've got a young boy that is, I say young boy, young man, that is fighting obviously this weekend. But he's fine this weekend having failed two performance enhancing drug tests mm. and faced no consequences for that whatsoever. I agree. People keep talking about, oh, you wanted him to go through this process and this process. If anybody's actually analysed what they've done regarding these processes, yeah. there hasn't been a process. No, there there has not been a process where people have gone through from start to finish. There's loads of comparisons. I see Eddie Hearn talking all the time. What about this failed drug test? You don't talk about that. That's because with that failed drug test, there has been a process and somebody has faced some consequences at the end of it. Nobody has a hate campaign against Conor Benn. Nope. Nobody has a hate campaign against Eddie Hearn. Nope. What we do have a hate campaign against is people trying yeah. to navigate systems and bend the rules which isn't fair on every other athlete so trying to, the to do in that fight week it's about it's about the future sport. there you go right now this yeah. is this is where my problem is right and now this is what I, I I'm pretty confident this is gonna happen. We have an appeal process going on with the British Boxing Border Control and UK anti-doping. I don't think that that's gonna get overturned. So therefore, what we're gonna find is that Conor Ben is in a situation where he can apply to fight in the UK. And obviously, British Boxing Border Control then have a situation yeah. where they say yes or they say no, and all these types of things. Going forward, there's going to be other people that fail drug tests. Yeah, plenty of other people that and do absolutely. it. And this is what's going to happen, right? Absolutely. So let's say have got they... that
1: situation with Dillian at the moment. So let's because
2: let's right. So let's say we, go, we come to a fight that it's been sanctioned by the British Boxing Border <laughs> <laughs> Control. Yep. But it's a VADA test. VADA test comes back. All it, of a sudden, it's got. It go, well, messes well, the whole system. Well, hang on a minute, you can't do me because yeah. you didn't it, do commerce. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. The... So,
2: exactly the s- so that is the situation that we are finding ourselves in. There is nothing yeah. against the individuals that no, are involved. No. This, as we've just said there, a broken system that absolutely needs to be fixed because there is serious danger yeah, yeah. coming absolutely. over the hill. This absolutely. is just the start. This is, it's, much bigger, it's much bigger than Conor
3: Benfett's exactly. exactly. massive drug test. This is about the future of our sport. And, and the thing is
1: this... Eddie and Connor are responsible for making it a bigger story because they could have just done their hearing and gone through this due process and it wouldn't have been a bigger story for boxing than it is. Because it isn't about them being penalised, it's about the whole sport being penalised. And that's why we're still talking about it.
2: Listen, we're going to pick this up yeah. live uh, tomorrow It's infuriating. Week. Of course it is. Well, I don't want to be speaking about this. It's I wrong. I want to be celebrating the athletes that we co- that we cover on, yeah. on the sport, of which we're going to be doing tomorrow night because we've got a great heavyweight contest. Make sure you come and join us for it. George Joyce, Jilly Jang, The Rematch. Big ramifications, as Gareth and Spencer have just been saying a moment or two ago. We are live on TalkSport 2 from 7pm. And then from 10pm, we'll be live on TalkSport with that big heavyweight contest, so make sure you come and join us. And as a little bit of an added treat, I know that you want to watch us do the commentary. We're going to stick this on the old YouTube channel as well, so make sure you come and join the stream so you can see these two going at it once again, probably talking about this situation as we build up towards that big men event on TalkSport, your home for boxing.
4: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen